Hey guys, welcome back to the Girls Who Get It podcast. I'm Julia. I'm Sam. And today we have a bonus episode. Yes, you guys have been requesting so much that we post more. And I mean, doing more than one episode a week is really tricky. (laughs) It's very time consuming, but we figured this week we had a little extra time. So we're treating you to an extra bonus episode. But don't get too used to it. We're going <laughs> to yeah. surprise you. <laughs> yeah, one, every once in a while we'll do this, but <laughs> we can't promise when. <laughs> yeah, it'll just pop up every once in a while. But we asked on Instagram for anything you guys want advice on. So we thought we would go through all of those with you on this episode. And it's going to be, this is more like relationship um advice I guess yeah we got a lot of relationship and like sex dating related questions so that's what we're going with all right you should we just jump right in let's get right into it all right the first question we have how would you guys rekindle a relationship of any kind so Hmm. I'm guessing that means like Intimate relationship, friendship, friendship. even family, okay. maybe. I mean, f- let me start with friendship, I guess. I I don't know that I ever rekindle the friendship that I can think of. If I were to do that, I think I'd just reach out. I, like, it depends on how your relationship was, I think, no matter what kind. Like, romantic friendship. and what happened that it ended. Right, of course. Because if it was something, like, toxic and bad, then my question would be, like, why do you even want to rekindle it? But if it's just that you, like, drifted apart... Yeah, then I think I'd just reach out and be like, hey, I miss, you know, doing whatever you used to do together or whatever makes you want to rekindle that and see if, you know, what they say. Like, I think... a. As adults, there's less kind of like, well, sometimes there's drama, but I don't know. I guess I would just try to be like upfront and honest. Hey, I had a situation like this, actually. Uh Like my best friend in elementary school, we were best friends through elementary, middle school. And then like somewhere in mid high school, we kind of like drifted apart nothing happened Mm -hmm. but it just like I don't know we just had like different friend groups and we kind of like drifted and stopped being as close and then at some point in college I forget who reached out first but like every so often we would kind of like send each other a text and then one day we were home from college for a break and Mm -hmm. we made plans to meet up for lunch and like just sitting there we just like started laughing and it's like everything just kind of like came right back yeah I think sometimes it's so easy reflecting on the memories you know yeah but But I feel like our friendship now like this second half of our friendship is totally different than the first half was so also like don't necessarily expect it to just go back to how it was because it might be Mm -hmm. different this time especially if a lot of time passed you're different people But I think just reach out and be vulnerable and, like, if they are interested in rekindling it, too, just meet up and... Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's a really... That's a good point. Like, keep expectations, not low, but, like, keep an open mind about it and don't expect the exact same. That's great advice, Sam. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, as for romantic relationships... Oh, Yes. Again, like, how did it end? Right. And you have to consider why you want to rekindle, what their situation is. Yes. One thing that I have done in the two relationships I was in that ended is I wrote down why the relationship was ending and why, Mm -hmm. you know, I needed to it to be over and then right. anytime I, like, would doubt myself or second guess or feel guilty or sad or maybe consider, like, wanting to get back with them, I would look back at what I wrote down and then it would remind mm-hmm. me, like, oh, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
you're not good together. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's a really great idea. I usually do that if I there was a point when I was like talking to my ex like in a friendly way and he was being a little more flirty than I was. I was like not really interested, but I, I felt bad and then I was like kind of, you know, sentimental like thinking yeah. about it. But then that ended pretty quickly when I remembered how our relationship was. But every, you know, it's exactly. different for everybody. And it's crazy how you'll forget. That's why I have to write it down because otherwise I'm like, wait. <laughs> I know. I, I still like love him. Shitty to me. But I think if, like, I'm big on anything that is supposed to happen in your life will happen yeah. the way it should. So. I agree with that. Like, if you should be with somebody, you'll find your way back to each other or to each other. Stuff like that. But also, like, protect your heart. And if there were valid reasons why it ended, then, you know. Yeah. Like, try to keep a clear head and be logical about it, too. Love can cloud your brain. For sure. Not that I would know. (laughs) <laughs> but <laughs> it well it can so can lust it can make oh, you yeah. oh, fucking yeah. crazy definitely. i can relate to that definitely all next right next question <laughs> yes next question <laughs> how to keep things spicy in a relationship we actually had a few questions that were similar to that like mm-hmm. how to oh yeah how to spice yeah, up after keep it alive that's yes. one for you yeah, so I was in two really long relationships. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely can relate to that. Um, honestly, just trying to break up your normal routine as much as possible. So, mm. and people say this all the time, like, you should never stop dating. Like, always go on dates, have date night. And, yes, definitely. Um, and I think what would be really cool, too, is, like, kind of role play a little bit and I don't mean necessarily in the bedroom but like <laughs> I think it's so fun to go out on a date but pretend it's your first date or pretend okay. that like you're just oh. meeting for the first time like have him pull up him uh-huh. her whatever whoever you're with have your partner like pull the car up front and pretend like they're picking you up uh-huh and then just I don't know like pre- that's just, fun you know yeah yeah cute stuff like that and also like as far as intimacy goes like just change it up like do you normally when you have sex is it always just like in the bedroom in bed mm-hmm. have sex in the kitchen <laughs> have sex in the shower have sex out in the car or something you know right. like d- different things like that and also like introducing toys uh-huh. if your partner's open to that just finding ways to just change things up and like make it feel new and exciting in some type of way right I feel like that can be tricky but like it definitely takes effort and both of you have to be like wanting to do it right that makes a lot of sense but definitely worth it and super important especially for like me I'm the kind of person I don't know if it's just a Gemini thing like an air sign (laughs) thing I don't know but like I get bored so easily and I hate routine okay so like I need different things I need to like change it up all the time next question how to have healthy arguments and how to not get jealous easily Mm. that's a good one I say if you're getting jealous if you have jealousy issues that's an internal thing that's a you problem I think it can be, but if I mean, if your partner's doing stuff that's like make if you're not normally a jealous person and your partner's doing shit that's making you jealous and act crazy, then obviously that's like it's a problem. But I think a lot of times like people that are just like naturally jealous people Mm -hmm. because I've dated people like that, that I'm like such a loyal, trusting person Mm -hmm. and, and super trustworthy so I and like I don't do shit that should cause anybody to feel jealous. So if they're right. acting jealous, like that's on you. You need to figure that out yourself. Yeah. And like I think, you know, a lot of the time it's internal and like a lot of insecurity can definitely. kind of 
cause that but at the same time like someone just told me how one of their exes like would send them pictures of them with like other guys while they were together yeah like kind of like instigate a little bit like what the fuck why would you do something like that yeah no people okay people like that like why are you even wasting your time so if that's the situation like like, next (laughs) get out of there right but i definitely i'm not a jealous person at all i'm like like you like really trusting and if you're out there being shady i think that just reflects badly on you and would it suck yeah like i've definitely been there where i was like oh i really trusted this person and i had no idea mm-hmm. and they cheated on me or they betrayed me and i was like caught off guard by it because i never thought like oh my ex had this friend that was a girl I was never jealous about that. Mm-hmm. Turns out, you know, maybe I should have been, but like, right? <laughs> if I don't know, jealousy is kind of a weird thing sometimes, but I think a lot of the time you have to look deeper into it. And I, I would say, like, reflect. What is it that's making mm-hmm. you jealous? And are they actually doing things to cause this feeling and this right. reaction, or is it just you being like paranoid or insecure? Yeah, which definitely happens I mean and then you just really have to think through it like okay I'm noticing that I'm being a little bit kind of crazy not crazy I don't want to say crazy but yeah like unreasonable paranoid or unreasonable yeah unreasonable yeah. Um, yeah and then in that case you just really need to try working on your trust mm-hmm. which, which can I don't be really know. hard um and as far as how to have healthy arguments Mm-hmm. Um, I would say <sighs> think about your words like rather oh, than yeah. immediately just like word vomiting what's uh-huh. on your mind like take a step back and try to approach the situation calmly and think okay if the roles were reversed and they were saying these words to me how would I react how would I feel yeah and it's also important to consider like who you're talking to like, how are they going to react to whatever words you choose, like, calm or not? Like, mm-hmm. sometimes people you talk to, it's like talking to a freaking wall and they just don't want to hear it. And then you can't have a healthy argument with somebody that just doesn't want to listen to you. Like, I had that experience where I was trying to, like, communicate with my ex and talk through something and he just was on the defense and like would not hear it yeah and it was impossible a lot of people just automatically get defensive and yeah. then they're not actually he- like listening to what yeah. you have to say if you're and it's arguing right exactly if you're arguing with someone that isn't willing to hear you and hear what you're saying uh, i don't mm-hmm. know how you get past that i broke up but i remember i mean <laughs> i don't remember who it was but i remember I seeing something maybe on Instagram this couple was saying like our priority is always our relationship mm-hmm. so if we get into an argument like the end goal is to always find a solution right so that the relationship can stay strong like so mm-hmm. rather than looking at each other as the enemy and wanting to like win the argument mm-hmm. you know like think of it as like okay we're on the same team here. We have the same goal. Yeah. So think about like, okay, what's the end goal? Right. Yeah. With the argument. And you have to both be on the same page about... And is it even worth arguing? Because that's the thing uh-huh. too. I feel like there's some people that they just... Every little fucking thing. It's like sometimes you got to... <laughs> I mean, if it bothers you, bring it up. But mm-hmm. also I feel like sometimes you got to pick and choose your battles. Not every little thing has to be an argument. Yeah, I'm a little bit, like, I'm not afraid of confrontation at all, and I can get, I guess, not every little thing, but I have to watch how I, um... Because you're an Aries, so, It's because I'm an Aries, (laughs) I, like, I have to watch how I come off, I think, a little bit, think a little bit harder on what I say before I say it. Because I'm very ready to be like, to jump right into it. So, yep. 
100%. Yeah, it's my Aries nature. Can't mm. help it. <laughs> Ooh, this is a good one. Leaving a relationship you feel is already ended, but you don't know if your partner feels the same. Well, got to talk about can, it. If you can communicate with them, you know, obviously try to talk through it. I was in a situation where he, like I said, refused to communicate with me in a good, healthy way. So I, I mean, I wouldn't recommend this. I texted him and I was like, this isn't working for me anymore. But, you know, it was the pandemic and I wasn't seeing him in person. So what was I supposed to do? (laughs) Yeah. Again, he started acting kind of weird there towards the end anyway. Yeah, exactly. But... (sighs) I don't know if you're feeling, I think women kind of start to kind of realize they're unhappy or wanting to move on a little sooner than men. I think so too. And you kind of like notice you're like, oh, I'm unhappy, but let me try, you know. I think guys can be like so oblivious sometimes. Yeah, definitely. Or for some reason, maybe they don't like care so much to work at it or put in the effort. So like, you're kind of sitting there like, okay, I, um, like, I'm done. Yeah, and like, honestly, what's I going just, on here? Yeah, I was just done. One day, I was just like, this is not making me happy. It's not doing anything for me. I'm going to let him know. You know, maybe don't text him, but, like, let him know that yeah. that's how you're feeling. And his response is, his response, you'll know then. Yeah, I just approach it like, I will ask them, like, are you still mm-hmm. happy? Oh, like, okay. how do you feel, how would you rate our relationship right now? <laughs> One like, to how, ten. How are you feeling? You... Like, what's on your mind? See if you're on the same page because mm-hmm. maybe they're totally oblivious and they think everything's great, but maybe not. Maybe they're feeling it too. Mm. And you definitely need to have that conversation and explain how you're feeling. And, I mean, if you already feel like it's done and it's over and you're ready to move on, then fine. But, I mean, sometimes once you, like, open up that door like a mistake I made in my first serious relationship was I started feeling that way and I didn't say anything because I felt bad mm-hmm. and I still to this day like stand by like us breaking up because I really don't think we were compatible and I have no regrets about you know us breaking up but sometimes I feel like I like I wish I had been a little bit more mature mm-hmm and talk to him about it first because then maybe we could have like tried to work on things a little bit more right um but I didn't and I just waited and waited until it got to the point where I was like I didn't even want to work on it like to I was talk just about it so yeah. done yeah so that's a, yeah I mean you gotta to... communicate like if you're with somebody in a relationship like you should feel comfortable opening up to them definitely so, and, it, and I guess not having your mind made up before you talk to them, maybe like I really am done before you hear what they have to say. Yeah. Because maybe it wouldn't change your mind. Maybe it would. But I think I was very like, yeah, no, nothing you can <laughs> say is going to change right. my mind because I hate this. And, and well, and sometimes, yeah, it is like that. Sometimes that's for the best. Mm-hmm. Like, but I guess keeping an open mind in any situation isn't a bad thing, so. Yeah, and I think if, like, because that first relationship, there wasn't as much of a conversation. I just kind of, like, dropped a bomb. Oh, and really? even though I thought it was obvious that, like, things hadn't been good for a while, he uh-huh. was caught off guard. And How did you do that? You were just like, listen. I, yeah, I just told <laughs> I'm him out of here. one day. I was like, listen, I... Just I don't remember. This was you so were long living ago, together, weren't you? We were, but I had moved out at the time because I was going back to school for oh, hair. That's right. Okay. I had moved yeah. back in with my parents, so we weren't living together anymore. But yeah, that was like a much harder breakup because mm-hmm. we weren't on the same page, and it was just like way more emotional. But then, like my most recent one, we talked, mm-hmm. and like. It, it was, like, a long... But then it turned out, like, we both did feel 
the same way and we both agreed and it was so amicable and we still talk like on a regular basis to this day like we're cool we're friends like it's yeah been the smoothest greatest thing ever (laughs) well that's our deal you know it exactly that's the ideal way to go about it so if you can talk about it first try to get on the same page Mm -hmm. it will save you a lot of heartache and yeah i feel like breakups like, maybe I can't say this because I don't think I've ever, like, truly been, like, super deep in love. But I don't think it should really... It doesn't have to be that hard, you know? Like, if you're both willing to talk about it and understand each other. Yeah. I think a lot of breakups could end more amicably than they do. But what do I know? I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it just... It depends on the situation, You I both guess. have to be willing and it depends on the situation. And if you're both feeling it, like, you're both at the point where you have come to terms with okay this isn't working out then Mm -hmm. yeah that makes it easier but I think a lot of the times it's like only one person wants out and the other one doesn't and that's when it gets rocky complicated yeah Mm -hmm. and there can be guilt about it too oh for sure I'm deciding this and and honestly I think sometimes when you're the one doing the breaking up it's even harder than getting dumped yeah because either way this is ending and you're going to be heartbroken and it's going to be hard but like now on top of it you also have the guilt of knowing you're breaking somebody else's heart right and you're the one that's like making that decision and pulling the trigger so there's a song about it for a reason what song breaking up is hard to do who's that by do i have to sing it yes i don't know no let's hear it let's insert it right here no i I'm not going to sing it for you. Everyone knows that song. I have no idea what song that is. Breaking up is hard to do. It's like in commercials and everything. Oh. Okay, moving on. Now now I know what you're talking about. Okay, okay. Um, (laughs) Okay. Next question. (laughs) (laughs) Tips with anxiety about meeting slash dating online. And then somebody Mm. else. Oh, and she said, hello from the Netherlands. Hello. That is so crazy I know, right? Hi. Um, and then someone else asked how to get back into the dating scene after being single for a long time and dreading it. <sighs> Very relatable. That's Let my me exact tell situation, my exact situation this year. Um, I haven't like dated, so I broke up with my ex in May of 2020, and then I didn't date until like I just started getting back into it like last month. Like, well. Maybe like two months ago. Um, so it's been like a long time and just with the pandemic and everything, I haven't really, I didn't think much about it until I moved to Albany and I was like, okay, maybe I should kind of put yourself get out, it out. There. Yeah. Get out of the yeah. apartment and try to meet people. Um, and it's funny because I had these experiences with dating apps and I was very comfortable like using it and meeting people and then. I feel like I kind of started over and I was like, oh my God, I really don't want to do this. It's just funny to hear you say that because I think we mentioned this in the first episode. When we met, we were in beauty school and I had just got out of my first and only serious long-term relationship that was like almost eight years long and I had never done any online dating and Julia is the one who made me get Tinder and, like, made me a profile. And she was, yeah. like, the expert on that oh stuff. God. And it was, like, no know. big deal to her. And I had so much anxiety about it. And to hear like, that now you were feeling that way is well, funny. I was faking it till I made it. Fake it oh. till you make it. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. I was, I mean. Well, you're doing a good job of faking it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I think I just really was, like wanting to get out there and that's why now I'm my okay it might be this too my um end goal is different then I was really okay with casual I was like going with the flow whatever happens happens now I have not that I want to be like in a very serious relationship right now like tomorrow but I don't want like meaningless hookups right right and that does make all the difference yeah so meeting someone that I actually have something in common with and like 
and that's on the same page and wants mm-hmm. the same thing that that's is the like, hardest part that's really hard because it's <laughs> like few and far between one especially that. on dating apps um but now that my uh goal has changed it's been harder for me because I'm like I really want this person to like like my personality or want to hang out with me more than just hooking up I think that's really why I'm struggling (laughs) I do want to say though if you are going to be doing the online dating thing you really need to be smart about it and be careful when you're meeting people um you know don't give anybody your address don't go Mm -hmm. to anybody's house right away I mean We've both done oh my that God. when you're just doing the hookup thing. But if you're looking to date, like, you, nobody needs to know anyone's address because you never no. fucking know. Meet in a public place. You drive yourself there. If they're yeah. like, oh, if they get there before you and they're like, oh, what are you drinking? I'll order. Nope. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. No. Um, wait and order your own drink. Keep an eye on your drink at all times. Yeah. You never know. Because you really never know. And you can be texting with somebody, talking to them on the phone for a long time before meeting and think like, I mean, and shit, you can meet somebody and they could seem totally normal and then they are a serial killer. You never know. But yeah, just always be aware. Let your friends and your family, like whoever's close to you, let them know Mm -hmm. where you're going, who you're meeting. Send them this person's profile. Have your location turned on on your phone and tell them like, that, you know, hey, if you don't hear from what me in, doing. like, a couple hours once this date's over, yeah. Right. It's Just hard. to be I, as careful as possible. I did some really shady, stupid stuff. I'm surprised I, like, never had a terrible experience. Thank God, like, I was very lucky. But now I'm very conscious of that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to meet you at your house. There was this one guy on um, Hinge who was saying how he wasn't really comfortable going to the bars because of COVID. And hey, come over to my house. I'll get us. I don't want to go to the bars, but I'm cool with some stranger Stranger. just coming over. A complete stranger coming to my house. Yeah. So I was like, I'm sorry, this has nothing to do with you. I just prefer to meet people for the first time out in public. Like and he wouldn't let it go. He was like No, fuck that. And I love on Crime Junkie how they're always like be what is it be strange be, be rude. rude stay alive be, i think it's be weird be rude stay alive or something like that yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's true exactly but i think having boundaries is really important like actually when i was moving to albany i had put my like hinge lets you put your location anywhere um mm-hmm. so i just put my location in albany just to see if i could meet somebody before i got here and you know like have a friendly face and someone to show me around that kind of thing and um we were texting a little bit and we just kind of stopped talking and he would text me here and there and or snapchat me I think we had snapchat too and um eventually when I got up here I was like oh hey you know I'm in town and he had sent like some kind of sexual more than more than flirty like sexual messages and stuff and I was like okay kind of unsure but I didn't shoot him down right away. And then when I got up here, he was like, oh, okay, like, we'll meet up. And, like, I thought we were going to get dinner or drinks or something, like, meet up. And he had a whole different idea. <laughs> and he was like, I said, oh, like, I'm not looking to just hook up. Like, I, I'm i looking for more than that and kind of just, like, a friend at first. Like, I don't want you to expect anything, you know? Right. And he got, idea. like... Yeah, I get the wrong idea. He got mad and, like, pissed off. And he was like, well, like, what about making out? Like, are you, like, not even going to touch me or anything? And oh, I was like, my I, God. On uh, a first date? Yeah, and that really makes you want to, like, like, what did he think was going to happen? I right, said, right. yeah, no, I'm not comfortable at all with this. And he, like, got really pissed, blocked me, whatever. And then I saw him on the app again and I reported him <laughs> sucker <laughs> nice. I'll be single forever <laughs> but like keeping those that. boundaries yeah when you're do- like don't be afraid to be like oh no this changed and I'm not comfortable like at yeah. any point yeah absolutely and then actually um somebody had asked related to that dating slash life as you age your thoughts and what advice you'd give your younger self so I feel like yeah mm. that's like sticking to your boundaries and I would say yeah. too like 
be very clear and upfront what your intentions are from the yeah. start, like before you even, you know, like start getting to know each other and find out what their intentions are too and make sure you're on the same page first because right. if you are looking for something serious but they're just looking for a casual hookup, then like why don't even waste your time, you know? Right, that's really important. And if it changes at any point, like just tell them. Communicate that. And if they don't yeah. like, you know, if they're not down with that, they're not down with it and you move on. Right. But keeping your boundaries and everything's what I found lately is really important for me and my mental health. Oh, Sam, how about you enlighten us? Uh, yes. This lovely lady wants to know, or no, she doesn't want to know. She says, I don't know how to ride for shit. Help a girl out. <laughs> Can you help us, Sam? Me? <laughs> yeah. Drop a tutorial or something? Yeah, I'll drop a tutorial on YouTube. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to, like, verbally explain, I guess, but... Um, Try. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, you ever... You you know the, the Spongebob episode? Bring it, bring around, it around town. town. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Iconic. Just, just bring it around town, you know? Oh, it's that it's easy? All, it's, all, <laughs> it's all in the hips, uh-huh. And I like to just kind of do like a little like like pretend you're like on a mechanical bull, you know what I mean? Like a just Okay. Never been nice... on one. But... Yeah, but you've seen videos of people on them, right? <laughs> okay. So like you know, right? Just Yeah, I don't know. And yeah, Have like all heard? in the hips, like, you know, back kind of arched. Pretend you're Shakira. Oh, Channel Shakira. Okay. And <laughs> uh just be careful that you're not like too crazy because like or especially once you're like trying to get off like be very uh-huh. careful because if you you bend it back sometimes oh. and that yeah <laughs> poor guy just snap it right <laughs> yeah well have you heard of like like a while back it was going around maybe on tiktok or something i don't remember it was like oh spell coconut or something like that no i never saw like that with your hips I mean, interesting I never tried it i don't know why coconut specifically because there's a lot of you know curvy letters i guess you're not gonna you're not gonna want a word like why not like sharp. psychosis <laughs> maybe because a lot of people can't spell that uh yeah i would think <laughs> sociopath pick an easier word <laughs> Spell definitely, and everyone's like, oh. You're, yeah, defiantly. So many people fucking that spell I know. Def- oh, my God. That is one of my biggest pet peeves. I've nailed it. Fucking but... bad spelling and bad grammar. It's like, especially when English is your only fucking language, <laughs> co- there's no excuse. Do better. Come the fuck up. Okay, anyway, I'm getting I'm getting distracted. But, Let's not go off topic. Um, yeah, that would be, yeah, that's... I don't know. I don't see like sexual things to me. Mm-hmm. I don't like when people do like tutorials, like all of these things. I don't think about it. Like it's just, just natural. It's just natural. Yeah. I think this isn't like about um, writing in particular, but I think if you feel really comfortable and you're like really into it, then you can just like, yeah, do anything. Because if I'm uncomfortable, I'm not. And if you're uncomfortable and you don't want to really be doing it and you're not into it, then why are you fucking doing it? Right. Just just get into it. Like if you are, if you're into it and you're feeling it, just just like do what feels natural. Yeah. Like we're we're designed to fuck. So (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) I mean, right? Yeah, yeah. We are So whatever it is. But I think it helps to like get out of your head and if you're comfortable with that person, like go for it they're not gonna be like oh and i feel and like communicate. i don't know when it's like a sensual like you're feeling good and you're into them mm-hmm. like you know you're just like like yeah your hips just start going on their own <laughs> like see what they think maybe like oh is this <clears throat> have a little communication going yeah well that's the thing too like i understand if it's like someone that you just met but uh-huh. i mean yeah ask the person like what do you like, what do you want me to do? Like, does this feel good? Do you, yeah, what do, do you, you want like? this what instead? Do you, yeah. do you want me to go slower, faster? Like, 
Yeah. There's nothing wrong. Right. You have to do that. And I, yeah, I have no it, fucking shame in telling somebody. <laughs> no, I've just recently, like, decided that I'm going to because I don't want to ever have bad sex again. No, so, fuck that. And it helps so, so much. Like, Definitely. And if they are doing it better. right, tell them that, too. You got, yeah. like, I'm very <laughs> vocal. <laughs> oh, okay. But yeah. I I was afraid of that, like, for a long time. I was just kind of like, oh, yeah, that's fine, when it wasn't. And I'm not having a good time. It's a waste for everybody. Exactly. Yeah, and, like, you're not doing any favors. People who fake orgasms, I will come for you. Oh. And fucking, <laughs> you're ruining things for they everybody else. Because now what you're doing is you are making this person that's not doing it right think they're doing a great job. And they're yeah. going to just keep doing that and they're not going to know. It's fucked up. Don't lie to people. Don't lie. <laughs> Why are you a liar? I guess it is lying. It is I've lying. Done it, though. I Don't have, come for me. No, no, no. I have too. In the past <laughs> when I was younger. Yeah. 100%. Actually, you know what's interesting? When I, when I was younger, like when I was first like starting to become sexually active and stuff. Uh-huh. Like, I had had orgasms, like, from masturbation, but I never had an orgasm with a person. Uh, you know, so at the time, I was like, eh, I don't know if this is, like, like, it feels good, but... But not as good. I didn't really know. Yeah, I was like, uh... Like, I wasn't uh-huh. sure. So, like, uh-huh. I would fake it, but I wasn't 100% sure that I was faking it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. Does it make sense? But now yeah. that like I know, <laughs> there's no there's no doubting it. It either is happening or it's not. And if it's not, I'm not gonna be like, huh, you know, like okay, no. Hey, <laughs> okay, Meg Ryan. I that goes with like the advice for your younger self. Stop faking. Oh my it. god, yes. Because not only are you doing that other person a disservice, but you're doing yourself a disservice. Like why exactly? You know, instead, help them out. Yeah, like let's stop faking tell it. Tell them what they can do to actually have you have a real orgasm. And sometimes, like, if I am drinking, mm-hmm. it's it's never going to happen. Like, it could be fucking amazing, but, like, <laughs> there's something that, like, I just become desensitized and, like, there's a blockage uh-huh. to my brain. It's impossible for me to have mm. an orgasm if I'm drunk. Interesting. Yeah. So sometimes it just, you know, you just got to accept that it's not going to happen and that's fine. But yeah. Do you get that way? Um, I honestly can't think of a lot of times. I mean, because guys been, like, get wasted. whiskey dick, right? So like uh, there's got to yeah. be some correlation there. Um, I, yeah, probably. I just haven't been like wasted a lot while I'm having sex. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I don't think. No. Well um no I can't relate (laughs) that's oh wait that actually like going back to the whole like anxiety about online dating and meeting up and stuff Mm -hmm. um I like you are the queen of just like going and meeting up with a guy like knowing like all right we're just going to hook up and you'll just show up my ass needs to drink at least half a bottle of wine first I've had a, you know, I've I like, can't just be like fully sober and like go to some stranger and just be like, all right. I hey, like a little bit. Oh my God. That gives me like, oh my God. It's so uncomfortable. Well, don't get me wrong. Sometimes it's really painfully awkward. Oh Not my God. And I a couple of times it has but been. But if I'm like, if I'm drinking a little bit, then mm-hmm. it's, you know, I, get, I loosen up and then I, I'm fine. Yeah. But totally well, hype, stone cold sober. No. I hype myself up so much. I sit there, I'm like, you are so cool. You're the coolest girl on earth. You are Rihanna. And <laughs> I can that's never a, be Rihanna. That's who I but... channel, personally. Oh, dude. That's a good person to channel. I she might use that. She doesn't give a fuck. She, no, like, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much what I do. I put on... It all came from my cool girl lipstick by Too Oh, I thought it was a gone girl thing. Um. Also that. Also the song by... Who sings that? Tovlo or something? I channel all of it. I'm like, I'm a cool girl and they are lucky I'm even 
gracing them with my presence. Yeah. And honestly, I think of every compliment I've ever gotten, <laughs> sexual or non, and then I just get out there. That's amazing because personally, I'd like to think I'm a pretty confident person. So it's not even like a lack of it's confidence funny thing. Yeah, I'm not. So it's it, really funny how you can fake it. It's just an awkward thing. Like, there's nothing fucking worse to me. Oh, <sighs> my God. Than when you're, like, on a first date or you're hanging out with somebody, you know, whatever. And, like, you, you've never kissed them before. And mm-hmm. you're just, like, so nervous and worried. And you're, like, are they going to make the first move? Like, uh, when? When's the one? And it's just, when? like, <laughs> that's so fucking awkward because, like, you know that it's probably get, coming at some point. But you don't know when. And, like, yeah. you don't want to make the first move or... I don't know. Oh, I, I fucking know. hate that. I guess it's funny. I don't really think that much about it. I just go with the flow. Like, if we're going to kiss, we'll kiss. If I've been on plenty of dates where it's like, we didn't kiss at all on the first date, but then we continue to go out, and we do eventually. Well, yeah. But or like, we hook up on the first date. And... If you if are, are going over to a guy's house with the understanding mm-hmm. of, like, I'm just coming over to fuck, mm-hmm. you walk in... And, like, what happens? Because that, to me, that initial part, until things start getting going, that right. is the most fucking painful. I want to throw myself into a front of a truck. Like, <laughs> I hate that so much. Like, you just walk in and, like, yeah, I need to know. Like, like what, so... what usually happens for okay, you? Because well, always... I've only been in that situation one time where, like, I just went to a guy's house. Really? Yeah, I when think... you dropped me off. <laughs> oh my god and that was the only oh, yeah, reason why i did it because you were like in the neighborhood just kind of waiting for me so yeah, i knew like if he murdered me like i was coming in there you'd be there to like go I'm get like, the cops or something i'm like sam it's been a while i'm coming in <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly um no i mean usually it's like oh like come lay in my bed and we'll watch like oh, a show for two on. minutes and then they put their moves on me. I never. But like make you the know, that's what I hate. It's like you know the routine. Like okay, like they're putting on Netflix, and you're just like sitting there <laughs> waiting for them to just like reach over. I just, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I cringe. So don't... fucking cringe. I hate that so much. I guess there are times where it depends on the person. Like if we're talking and having like banter and it's like fun, that helps. If they're just, like, kind of, like, okay, sex now, I'm, like, oh, Yeah, like, wait, didn't I, I can't remember, didn't I make a a Zach and Miri make a porno reference in an episode? (laughs) The let us fuck? Let us fuck. (laughs) Did I? I don't remember. It wasn't in an episode I was telling you about my most painful. Oh, It was, like, a doctor's appointment, like. But yeah, that's just what I picture, that fucking scene in that movie. <laughs> Let us fuck. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was like a so horrible, terrible time. <laughs> I mean, there are awkward moments, but I usually just, I'm like, okay, whatever happens, happens. I don't really care. There's been times where I went yeah. over, like I went over to this one guy's house and I thought that's what he wanted to do. And we just watched South Park for, like, two hours. Do you think he chickened out? <laughs> Maybe. He seemed kind of shy. Yeah, he probably chickened out and was hoping that you'd make a move, and then you didn't. Not gonna, not gonna happen. <laughs> you, so you never make the first move? Mm, I have to be, like, really comfortable. I will make and... the first move, but only if I'm, like, really interested, and yeah. if I know for a fact that, like, they're not gonna reject me. <laughs> Yeah, I'm terrified of rejection, which is also funny because, like, I don't know. But I was traumatized once by my ex who forced me to make the first move or else it wouldn't happen. And it was awful. Yeah. He was like, I want you to do it. And then, like, literally laid there like a log. Ew. And I was like, you are the worst. Sometimes it's hot, though, to, like, take charge and just... No, it wasn't, like, a take charge type thing. It was just, like... I don't know if it was, like, a power move for him or something. I hated it. And now I really hate to make the first move. Well, because, like, if you make the first move, then you want them to, like, then equally, like, reciprocate, not just, exactly. like, lay there. Yeah. yeah. That's fucking Like, rude. I'll... If I'm with somebody, I'm 
and it's not like the first time and I know that they're into me and everything, I'm more inclined for sure. Mm. But I have to have that feeling back or like I'll put some feelers out there, you know? Mm-hmm. But I don't make the move move. No. The move. That's just me. <laughs> like, you mean like the move as in like the first physical, like the going first for a real kiss? physical? Yeah. Like I what never about kiss. like asking somebody out or? Well, it's kind of easy on like them your apps. Number. It's easy on apps because it's like, oh, it's just a message, you know. If I, I'll send a message, you'd be like, "Hey, like, do you want to hang out sometime?" Sure, I'll send a message, but I can't promise I'd do the same in person. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. We're a little off topic, but... Yeah, sorry, I don't I know. I think it's all what important. The, what was the fucking... Qu- were well, we talking about how to ride? ride? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 20 <laughs> minutes later. <laughs> That's how you do it, girl. All right, next. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hope that helped. Um, I love that well, question so much, though. That's really funny. <laughs> Well, just I don't know how to ride for shit. Like, so honest. Yeah. Self-awareness. Me I know who that is, too, and I fucking love her. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's end with this next one. There's two questions about porn. When mm-hmm. living with your partner, how do you feel about them getting themselves off to porn and guys using it more than just having intimacy with you when you're living together, too? Like, how do you feel about that? Oh, uh, I think it would depend on, like, how much. Like, okay, it would depend on, is it, like, multiple times a day? Like, all the time? And then does it affect your sex life with this person? Like, right. if they're jerking off all day long but then can't have sex with me, there's a problem. Yes. And I, that would, that's And also, what a kind of porn are they watching? Because, like, there's some real is it normal? fucked up <laughs> weird shit. Exactly. If it's something weird, then we got to get out of there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I it's just like normal. I think it's normal to watch. I mean. For sure. I think I don't. I mean, I know some people feel very strongly and they're like super anti-porn and that's fine. I personally like it sometimes. I don't watch it often. and I don't feel like I need it. Like I my my imagination usually is way better. That's how I feel too, and I think men are more visual, which is they why are. they they're watch also it much just more. dumber. <laughs> just yeah, kidding. that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh they need it like spelled out for them. Um, I, yeah, I mean they don't have to think um, about it; they're watching it. Yeah, no offense. No, I mean it's just fine. like I'll sit here and like think of a whole scenario, like. Yes. Make it really personal to me, and they can just sit and watch. Yes, and then know. if you're, like, kind of over it, and you're like, oh, this is doing it for me, next. You don't have to be sitting there, like, fucking trying to scroll on your phone. Like, <laughs> Scrolling Ugh. through thousands of videos. My hands are occupied, you kinda know? Kind of kills the vibe. Exactly. And then, <laughs> like, imagine. if your fucking internet's slow, <laughs> it's lagging. <laughs> Buffering. <laughs> Awful. Um, but, yeah, no, I don't think there's – actually, I, with my ex, we used to watch porn together – that and that was fun. That, really fun and hot. That could so spice hot. up your sex life, too. Yeah. If you're looking for a way to spice it up. There you so go. if you are, like, you know, kind of into it, like, I'd be like, oh, if I if I caught my man watching porn, I'd be like, Can oh, I what join? are you watching? And I'd, like, <laughs> yeah, like, lay next to him and watch it, too, yeah. and then, like, start touching yourself. And then, oh. you know, that's what I would do. Yeah. But, I, yeah, what you said, though, in the beginning, like, if he's watching it all the fucking time and he's choosing yeah. to watch porn over being with you or if it's affecting then that's a problem your, yeah if it's affecting your sex life in any way in any like, kind of way definitely um i'm right here <laughs> right but i mean in this question she said using it more than just having oh. intimacy not so maybe they are using it so more than I don't know. I would just let them know that not, it's bothering it's you. And you're wondering why. Like, is there something that you do that they don't like or something? I don't know. Just open and communication I, yeah, about I it. I would ask, too, like, what is what kind of porn are they watching? Like, is there a fantasy that they have that you could yeah. help fulfill so yeah. then they don't have to be watching porn? As you much? know, like, <laughs> yeah. is there something that they would want you to do? Right worth asking 
But, like, if it's some kind of... I know guys or, I mean, people in general can have, like, addiction to porn, which... Yes, and that's the thing. If there's an addiction (laughs) happening, then that's a serious problem. Yeah. Just be like, oh, I'm just kind of wondering why our sex life isn't enough. Intimacy with me isn't enough for you. Yes. Maybe he doesn't even realize... Like, how much? Yeah, and I'd be curious, too. Like, have you ever mentioned that this bothers you? Like, does he know Mm -hmm. that you don't like that he watches it? But I do think that, like, masturbating, even when you're in a relationship, is totally healthy and... Yeah. I don't see anything wrong with it. Yeah, unless it's, like, I always like, she's still... Yeah, no, if it's an excess, then definitely, yes. But, yeah. There's a certain level that's normal, for sure. I would just try to talk about it and try to approach it in like a sensitive way where you're not like gonna make him get super defensive about it like don't right, like make him yeah. feel bad about it or like talk down to him about it just ask some questions yeah all right do you want to end on that one yeah i think that's a good place for us to end all right well thank you guys for sending in your questions we did not expect to get as many as we did i know i was shocked i was like i don't know if i ha- if i can help <laughs> like i don't know I if know. i have advice for any of these but it's fun to just talk about it anyway um, definitely because like we're not experts we're not therapists no. we're not pretending to be but it's like you know this just talking with your girlfriends well that is going to be it for this episode i hope that you guys enjoyed the little bonus yeah we gotta throw that in there for you and make sure that you're following us on instagram because anytime we're doing polls or looking for questions that's where we've been posting that so if you want to participate yeah. in future episodes make sure you're please following us there participate like i cannot stress it enough we love reading all your stuff and there's nothing off limits at all it's don't so be afraid to send it in we'll never say your name yes and it oh just my god, we have so fun. So much fun looking at the DMs and like responding back and Yeah. I feel like we're all friends. <laughs> I know we are friends. We're all friends here. So we really love it. Well, thanks for listening, guys. We will be back in a couple of days. This Thursday, we will be back with a regularly scheduled episode. So we'll see you then. Bye guys. Bye.